This is Theremin 30. 30 minutes of Theremin music, news, events, and interviews with a new episode about every 30 days. Now, here's your host from Denver, Colorado, USA, Rick Reed. Hello there. Welcome to the final episode of year three of the Theremin 30 podcast. This is the 33rd episode in the series, and if you're new to the show, I encourage you to start back at the beginning and listen to my interviews with some of the most influential people in the theremin community and some really great music from around the world. March is Women's History Month, International Women's Day was March 8th, and Clara Rockmore's birthday was March 9th. So in this episode, I've got music featuring four outstanding women who play theremin, Miss Turi, Victoria Lundy, Yoko Onishi, and Lydia Kavanagh. My special guests this month are Alex Shermer and Gregoire Blanc. We'll be chatting about their new contemporary classical album release with the title I will never be able to pronounce. Let's jump right into the music now with a twofer of music inspired by science fiction and horror. First up, it's a brand new track from Probe Nation featuring Miss Turi. Then Victoria Lundy serenades some creatures of the night. I'll let you know more about both recordings on the other side.
We started the show with Invasion, the title track of the new sci-fi-inspired EP from Probe Nation. The band features Ronnie Wilson from Surrey, England on vocals and most of the instruments, plus some terrific theremin work by Dutch thereminist Miss Terree. You may also know her as Anna Magda de Hiech. I've been practicing her last name all day, and I still don't think I said it right. After that, we heard from Victoria Lundy, who hails from right here in Denver, Colorado, USA, with her track called Bats Come Out at Night. She recorded it for a streaming gig last Halloween, but I didn't want to wait until the next Halloween to share it with you. Be sure to check out the music video for that track on the Theremin 30 YouTube playlist. And for more information about all the artists featured in this episode, click on their names in this month's show notes at theremin30.com. Coming up after the break, I've got the calendar of theremin events, plus a very, very old song performed by Yoko Onishi. So stay tuned. The Theremin 30 podcast is supported by affiliate programs with Eargasm Earplugs, eBay, Reverb, and Zounds. When you follow these links and banners on our website, a portion of any purchases you make will help keep this show in the ether. So start shopping at theremin30.com. It's time now for a look at the Theremin 30 calendar of Theremin events. On March 23rd, Dorit Chrysler will perform live at the Fridman Gallery in New York City. On March 26th, About Aphrodite has a gig in Dortmund, Germany at the Industrial Museum. On April 1st, both Torwald Jorgensen and Greta Pistacecci will perform at fundraiser events to support humanitarian aid in Ukraine. On April 9th, Carolina Ike hosts an online masterclass. And on April 16th, Electric Travelers take the stage at Gallery Zing in Kobe City, Japan for an evening of electropop music. For details about these events and a whole lot more, check out the interactive calendar on theremin30.com. And if you have an event you'd like me to put on the calendar, send me all the details through the website, Twitter, or Facebook. I also want to take a moment now to share a couple of recent news items with you. Masami Takeuchi, inventor of the Matryomen handheld theremin, has a new book out called Theremin and I, Search for the Shapeless Sound. It includes some autobiographical content about his life and career over the last 25 years. Now, I would love to have Masami as a guest on the podcast, but I need to find an interpreter who's fluent in both English and Japanese. If you know someone who can help me out, please contact me through the website or social media. I also want to recognize Xiao Xiao my interview guest in the August 2021 episode. She and her research colleagues in Paris just took second place in the annual Guthman Musical Instrument Competition with their singing theremin. Yoko Onishi recently sent me her 2017 CD called All Theremin, and I've been listening to it in my car every day lately. This is one of my favorite tracks from the album, a 600-year-old Korean folk song called Arirang, which loosely translates to English as My Beloved One.
That was Arirang, performed by Yoko Onishi. She hosts the RCA Theremin Evening live stream on YouTube the fourth weekend of each month. Click the link in the Theremin 30 calendar for details. After the break, Alex Shermer and Gregoire Blanc will visit with me about their new album. And later in the show, I'll play some experimental improvisation featuring Lydia Cavanaugh. So stick around. Hey, this is Rick Reed, producer and host of the Theremin 30 podcast. Did you know that you can advertise with Theremin 30? You can place banner ads on the website or even get a commercial played right here in the middle of the show. It's a great way to promote products, services, and events to the Theremin community. And honestly, this show does not have a huge audience, at least not yet. But that means it doesn't cost much to get involved. You can find rates and details at theremin30.com. Back in August of 2019, Canadian pianist-composer Alex Shermer and French thereminist Grégoire Blanc premiered a new chamber music work at a concert in Montreal. Those compositions have now been rearranged for a new album. I recently had a chance to speak with the artists about it. Alex and Grégoire, thank you so much for being on the Theremin 30 podcast. Hey, thanks for having us. Hello, Rick. Thank you. I invited you to this show because you have a new album out. It's wonderful, modern, classical music. How did you two get together? You're not even on the same continent. <laughs> we were for a brief period of time. Yeah, exactly. It was during my studies. After mechanical engineering, I went to study acoustics, and I had a final year study program in Montreal, Canada. And that's where I met Alex. I think it was just a random message on Instagram. Uh, he told me that, okay, so you come here. It could be great to meet and try to collaborate. And we decided to work on a concert program to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Theremin at the time. And it led to a great concert with Theremin, strings, and piano. There are so few Theremin players or Theremin enthusiasts in the world, and we find each other. Other than Gregoire, I had never met another thereminist in real life. I've got some theremin students, but this was the, and remains, <laughs> the only other interaction I've had in real life with another theremin player. How did you go about preparing for this concert? Was the music written before you met Gregoire? Some of the music existed more or less in the form that it was heard. Maybe for other instruments, you know, there's some pieces that I quite loosely adapted from bassoon, but there wasn't that much that it had to be changed. Now, some of the pieces existed perhaps only more conceptually. How did you get from the concert to the new album? It's been, what, two and a half years? Yeah, so this probably would have happened uh, a little bit more quickly, but I don't recall something major has happened over the last couple of years that has prevented some of these things, <laughs> whatever that was. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> so once we got funding to be able to record this, then the, it was sort of quite difficult to figure out how to record it. We had done on Gregoire's YouTube channel, a sort of live performance of the entire concertino. And that day was the day the world sort of fell apart. So we all got there thinking we weren't totally sure what was going to happen anymore. And Gregor had to be out of the country less than 24 hours later for fear that he would not be able to get back into France. And you'd be stuck with him for who knows how long. Yeah, that would have been terrible. <laughs> we would have made a couple more albums, perhaps. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, that happened. And then the next part was trying to think, how can we do this? 
because the concert was with strings and we ended up having to record all of this remotely. So I rearranged the string music for two pianos and I had just played both piano parts. Grigoire, did Alex send you the piano parts and then you recorded your part of each of these tracks by themselves? I think it wouldn't have been possible if we didn't meet before and to practice this music together so that we already played this music and we knew what we wanted to express, how we wanted it to go. The first step was Alex sending me the scores and then some piano recordings. And I started recording the Zetarian part. And there were very few occurrences where I wanted, for instance, more space for rubato or some slower tempo sometimes or, you know, uh, softer dynamics from the piano or vice versa. I mean, we did some kind of ping pong about adjusting these piano recordings so that I could fit my playing in. People make pop albums all the time remotely, but this was a little bit more challenging. This is music that is supposed to feel somewhat alive. I just beat mapped every note so that when we were working remotely, We'd be able to, you know, say Gregor comes in a bit sooner, but I think it makes more sense. Well, then, you know, I can contract the time in my part so that these parts fit together or vice versa. So it still ended up being a collaborative effort rather than just like Gregor playing along to like a karaoke track. I think we can be quite happy with the results. It sounds hopefully as natural as possible. The engineer, Chris Jones, he's a Juno winning engineer and producer. His main thing is recording the Montreal Symphony, you know, doing things like that. But he also has had a lot of recent experiences recording uh, a lot of on discs in Montreal. So I think he already had quite a bit of experience understanding what this would sound like or how we could do this. Now, I'm curious, Gregoire, how is it to work with a composer who also plays theremin? Did that create any tension about how to go about playing your parts? Actually, it's very interesting because Alex is aware of what is playable and not. <laughs> he took the challenge to put some things that were absolutely not thereministic sometimes, <laughs> but that's part of the game to try to do what you can and show some limitations of the instrument. He does not go easy on you. Alex wrote some really complicated parts for you. The only person to blame for its difficulty is Gregoire himself. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, some of the things we don't consider thereministic, perusing Mr. Blanc's YouTube channel, you will find lots of things that you think, huh, that seems like something that you could not do. <laughs> Then the idea became, well... How much stuff like this can we try to do? The sermon is always that sad ghost in the background, languorously singing whole notes tied to other whole notes. I thought there must be a way to get a totally new view on what the sermon could be. There's 14 tracks altogether, but it's really five different cohesive works. There are like different atmospheres along the albums. So the generic is like an opening credits, to show off a bit the, the global taste of the album. Then there is the concertino, which is more symphonic thing for two pianos and theremin. Then we have the cowboy songs, which are more minimalistic, with just theremin and piano. Then we have the acipas suite, which once again is more orchestral uh, because the strings were really, really important here. 
and we made the choice to use some Hacken Continuum to bring some texture and to replace some of the string harmonies. And we conclude with Paris en Feu, which is just for Termine and Continuum, so that's a completely different mood. Well, Gregoire, I haven't said the name of the album yet because I don't pronounce French <laughs> properly. So could you help us out on what the title of the album is and what it means to you? The album title is À ces derniers pas, entrons la boue, which means basically two is last steps uh, entering into some mud, uh, <laughs> so to say. Google says something like his last steps stepping into the mud. So that's pretty close. The idea was this was the Neil Armstrong moon landing quote. It's just a lot less optimistic. These are the final gasping breaths of humanity before we slink back into the muck that uh, we came from. Ah. <laughs> That's the crazy way Alex likes to name things. So that explains the album cover. It looks like molten lava. Exactly. You know, there's that scene in Fantasia with all the dinosaurs. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> well, this album is available on Bandcamp, and you can listen to it for free, which is really cool. Or you can buy the download and support the artists, which I encourage our listeners to do. And you can also order a CD, a limited edition CD. Tell me about that, Gregoire. Well, I, I don't really know because I haven't seen the physical products yet. They have. Yeah, they're somewhere. They're somewhere in transit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But, so but, well, then Alex, you tell me about it. <laughs> But, but so it's a, it's a global release. It's available everywhere. So on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, and this CD physical release. If people want to buy it, they should buy it through the Canadian Music Center website or through my website. Thank you for being on the show and for sharing your music. I wish you much success with it. You sell a lot of CDs and hopefully we'll get to see it on stage again soon. Great, thank you. That's wonderful. And thank you again for this incredible work that you are doing. Indeed. Really, you can be proud. <laughs> to listen to the entire album from Alex Shermer and Gregoire Blanc, click on the link in this month's show notes at theremin30.com. Now let's finish this episode with some avant-garde improvisation featuring Lydia Kavanagh on theremin, Rick Jensen on saxophone, and Misha Moksalnikov on just about everything else. This is an excerpt of a live performance recorded on stage at Eclectic in London back in 2019.
That was an improvisation featuring Lydia Kavita, Rick Jensen, and Misha Moks-Salnikov. If you'd like to hear the entire performance, Misha Moks-Salnikov has a free download available on his Bandcamp page. Click his name in this month's show notes. And that's all the time we have for this episode. I want to thank all of the artists who shared their music with us, my guests Alex Shermer and Gregoire Blanc, and the listeners who support the show with small monthly donations. Our next episode will be the beginning of year four of the Theremin 30 podcast. Thank you for everyone who supported the show along the way. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Theremin 30 podcast. Visit Theremin 30 on the web at theremin30.com.